leaves tastes good like a beer should. You said it. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Try a frosty cold glass of Bavarian right away. What you say? No boulder dash or baloney here. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentleman. And now, with a higher BAC than your ABV, Greg, Scott, and Dan. That's right. Yep. Welcome in, everybody. This is the Unfiltered Gentleman. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining. Thanks for drinking along. I am Scott. Oh, I'm Greg. <laughs> that is Scott. <laughs> Where? Oh, that's me. <laughs> I found him. I was confused. And that's Dan. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> damn oh. it. <laughs> You're all mixed up. Oh, God. This is so confusing. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Dan. Uh, not joining us today is Dan, but in his place, and uh, much better easy to look at from across the room, <laughs> is uh, my lady friend Shannon. Hello. Hi. Dan got the plague all of a sudden. Yeah. It was a little frightening. He just he had he was here. He had to leave. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So unfortunately, he'll be missing out on our big one fifty bash. Fortunately for him, there's not a lot of big things planned other than our <laughs> usual fantastic show that we always have. And uh, a little bit less of a sausage fest. He seemed to need to leave right after you were telling about that new that establishment that he is close to his house. Oh yeah, yeah. that was weird. Yeah. Told him about a new bar by his yeah, house. Yeah, I was saying, oh, I don't feel good. I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go, guys. <laughs> gotta go. It's very strange. So hopefully he's doing okay, and hopefully we don't catch whatever he has. Yeah. Most importantly. Cheers to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep drinking; it kills germs. <laughs> uh, we got a lot to get to today. Uh, like I said, it's batch one fifty. It's our hundred fiftieth episode. <laughs> We have some stories to tell. We just got back from a trip. It's actually good that you're joining. You can uh, co- collaborate. No, corroborate. Yes. There we go. My stories. Uh, Old time of the week. New beer, babe. Uh, we have our final integrant drunk story from Frillings Fest. A little bit of sports to talk about. Booze news. And for the bullpen beer, we're going to treat ourselves. Because it is 150 after all. Why not? Uh, our burp word of the week is Guten Tag. All right. So, uh, Shannon, you're... Somewhat new to the show. If you decide to burp <laughs> on the microphone, uh-huh. you have to do it in an attempt at the burp word of the week. I know you're quite the belcher. Yeah. <laughs> you embarrass me in public on an almost daily basis. Uh huh. So I'm sure you will beat us all at the burp word. Uh, and the reason it's Guten Tag is because shout out to our top listening city of last week, Lotzen, Germany. What? L A A T Z E N. Lotzen? Lotzen? I don't know. Ninth? Uh, can't make it up because I don't even know how to pronounce it. <laughs> if I was making it up, I'd use a city I could say. Uh, so thank you out there in Lotzen, yeah, Germany, thanks. for listening along. Did uh, they understand us? I don't know. Oh. Da. Hi. Yeah. Nine. Hi. Yeah. Guten Tag. Yeah. All that good stuff. So thank you. And you guys are posting up your pictures of the beers on social medias. Don't forget to hashtag show us your beers. Tag us. And also don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you are using we much appreciate it all right we're all looking pretty dry around the room let's fix that equation grab your libations pals it's time for beer of the week and if you're drinking well you know that you're my friend and i'll say i think i'll have myself a beer yes indeed this one comes by way of asheville not to be confused with Nashville, mm-hmm. uh, North Carolina. This is from Boojum Brewing. It's called Get Off My Cloud. It's a New England IPA. 6.2%, 404 on Untapped, and a 429 on Beer Advocate. Very nice scores. From the brewery, hey, 
You, do you like hops? Me too. This beer has a ton of them. But we didn't just smash it. No, we chose the best combination of hops and added them just at the right time. We picked a malt bill and yeast strain that would accentuate, they spelt that wrong, the hop goodness and make the mouthfeel nice and juicy. It's enough to put you on that cloud right after eight, and that's my cloud. So get off. <laughs> so get off my cloud. Hey, All right. Get off of my cloud. Yes. We had this while we were in North Carolina mm-hmm. at Boojum Brewery, which was phenomenal. It was a great place. It was. Great beer. And we had to take some back. I'll talk about smuggling beer back when we get into crotch talk. Uh, <laughs> but first about this beer, it is definitely a New England IPA. You can tell this one comes from the East Coast because it is thick. Yeah. Yes, it is. There's very no... cloudy. Yes. It is very cloudy. <laughs> oh. oh, You're hired. <laughs> Your jokes are as bad as ours. <laughs> it's like you've been listening. Uh, yeah, cloudy. Uh, what else? What do you think about this one? You get a lot of like citrus and a little bit of like pine woody on the nose Mm -hmm. and then real juicy citrusy on the back end yeah i get a lot of citrus on the nose and uh yes the taste is very juicy one of those like kind of beers you know so Mm -hmm. i'll try not to drink it and talk too much (laughs) a lot of citrus a little bit of tropical fruit finishes a little dank Mm -hmm. as it goes down but overall, great balance. I mean, I'm not a huge IPA hazy fan, but right. this is definitely, it's something I'd drink. Yeah. You wouldn't pour it out? No. Scott? I would not pour it out. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Scott, here's this piss, but it has alcohol in it. As long as it got alcohol yeah. in it, I'm in. Yeah, I like it. Yeah? I have, I don't know if it's just me, but it seemed like a little bit of a pineapple mm-hmm. taste to it. Oh, yeah, that's up. tropical, I think, yeah. I think that's what makes my tongue go... Oh, yeah. Pineapple always does me in. So <laughs> I really enjoyed this. We had to smuggle this back. Um, in fact, let's just get right into the smuggle talk. We'll, we'll move into crotch talk. Have a grievance to share? It's time for a nice crotch segue. talk. You like that? Yeah, it's pretty smooth. Uh, not a grievance here, but we did go to Asheville, North Carolina last week for a wedding of her friends. And yes, spoiler alert, we smuggled back some beer and this was one of them. Um, we had to check a bag and unfortunately we were not flying Southwest. So we had to pay the was it 30, 30 bucks, bucks yeah. to check a bag, yeah. but stuffed my bag full of beer. I think we had three, six packs yeah. to bring back with us minus one. Cause I had one. <laughs> uh, so almost three, six packs to bring back with us and bought Ziploc bags just like we did when we were in Colorado and stuffed it in between shoes and socks and patted it in there and just checked the bag and brought back a ton of beer. Uh, really, really like Boojum. Lucky for us, Boojum was at the wedding. Yes. Oh, and we cool. did some damage there. <laughs> um, but yeah, Get Off My Cloud was one of my favorites, so we picked that up. But yeah, Asheville trip, we got to meet It's the Beer Girl. Oh, yeah. good. We hung out with her. Nice. We went into Asheville, because the wedding was not in Asheville. Uh, it was about a half hour outside. So we went into Asheville, met the uh, It's the Beer Girl, and the young Matt Hardy. Oh, right. Lane. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> did he wrestle? Yeah. Oh, cool. He, he gave me the twist of fate. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think that's his finisher, right? Or is that Jeff's? I don't know. Either way, he did, sure. not, he did not disappoint in the uh, young Matt Hardy department. <laughs> it was great. And yeah. he, was, he was a lot of fun, too. They actually joined us at Boojum. They did. They met us at Boojum, cool. which was great. And then a couple days later, or the next... Yeah, a couple days later, we found out about this Goza Fest, Gathering of the Gozas, which was at Twin Leaf in, down in uh, Asheville. And we, we met them there for that as well. We had a few Gozas and um, ran back to the wedding. The day before the wedding, we went to Asheville and we just parked in what is called like their South Slope area. 
It's just a bunch of breweries. It's kind of like a North Park in San Diego. Yeah, just a, oh, right. everything's group. within walking distance. Yeah, so we just parked, and the first spot we what we found was right in front of Twin Leaf, which is where the Goza Fest was. So we started there. Then we walked around. We went to uh, Green Man and Burial, mm-hmm. and was there a fourth one? No, the just the three. You're right. There was just those three. The day we got in, I did an interview at Upcountry Brewing. Had some of their beer. Had a, they'll be on the show uh, coming up couple of weeks here i gotta clean it all up and get it ready for presentation that was fun mm-hmm. um and then like we said we went to Boojum, which was in waynesville Woo, waynesville <laughs> man Boojum was great Boojum was great and that's what i have to say about waynesville <laughs> Boojum was great i mean all the brewers we went to were great yeah like there wasn't a bad one like burial was super cool uh green man was great they had a nice little like rooftop bar one thing we know is like everywhere in Asheville had outdoor arrangements yeah like you can hang it outdoors it's like it snows here half the year yeah it doesn't here in southern california we don't have near this amount of cool outdoor spaces yeah they also have a lot of like things within walking distance of each other so even boojum had some beer bars and things that were all walking distance downtown which Mm -hmm. was very cool things different restaurants yeah and yeah we went from boojum to a bar and Mm -hmm. yeah that was in waynesville so uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Any anything I'm missing on the beer department there? No, it was great. Yeah. We we liked every place we went. Yeah, and it was great hanging out with Dale. Mm-hmm. They were a lot of fun. Um, we did some damage at the wedding. Yes, to their kegs. They had two kegs from Boojum, so, so ten gallons total, and then some crappy beer and <laughs> some gin. It was Michelob Ultra. That's oh my god, people out there, or at least that group of friends fucking loves Michelob Ultra. <laughs> I don't know if they're all watching their waistlines or what the deal is because nobody drinks Michelob Ultra because they like it. Even people who drink crappy beer don't drink Michelob. They'll drink a Bud Light or something. Michelob Ultra is awful and that was confirmed for me because I kicked, well, we kicked the two kegs and had to start drinking Michelob Ultra. <laughs> Woo, that was bad. Um, The South is interesting. There's a little bit of racism. Oh boy. <laughs> And uh, no surprise, they they are uh, of the right-leaning persuasion and whatever, though some more than others, I I won't name names, but like one of the uh, older females in the group on a daily basis coming down to breakfast had a different Smith & Wesson t-shirt each time. (laughs) She had enough gun shirts, not even gun, Smith & Wesson to have a different one for each breakfast. Wow. And we were there for four mornings, five mornings, four or five. Four, I think. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, four. Yeah. Lots of Smith & Wesson shirts. Jeez. Uh, It's just, hey, here's where we are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was interesting. But to their credit, everyone was also incredibly nice. Yes. Even if they hated you, they were nice. So pleasant. Like even standing in line at a CVS with bot- with a case of bottled water, right. the lady at checking out saw Greg holding it at the back of the line and called him forward and told him he could set it down on the counter while we waited. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's nice. Just yep. very pleasant. Now, people are nice there. I the, mean, here everybody's like... No, we're all assholes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stuck I mean, people say jerks. hi to you yeah. on the street Yeah, we walk. There. People say hi. It's like, oh, don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Like, we're not in California anymore. I know. We have to be nice back. Oh, yeah. We don't um, speak to our neighbors here. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it was funny because while we were not going to talk politics, because I was pretty certain 
they differed from how they they feel out there. We made the mistake of somebody asked about our dog, like, oh, you know, a lot of people think he looks like uh, President Obama's mm-hmm. dog, and that's all we said. Not like, boy, do we love Obama or <laughs> hate Obama? Nothing. Nothing. And he's not even president anymore. Uh, and immediately, the first thing I heard is, "Not my president." Oh boy! Like, we were not praising him, <laughs> or any, we just were making the statement that people think our dog looks like a miniature version of his dog. Uh, that's it. But <laughs> oh my! It, it started like a five-minute discussion about how horrible he is. Oh boy! And I was like, "Look," and I'm not a lover of Obama either. I'm not a hater of Obama, but I was like, "Oh my god, I don't want to get into this." Yeah, it was. Um, it was frightening sometimes <laughs> and weird, but at least they were nice all the way through it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I'd rather would not talk about is politics. Yeah. I mean, well, it was a wedding. It's really, you know, time and place, right? Like you're there to celebrate the couple getting married. It's not a time to like bring up controversial things. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't have just, he oh, looks like no, Obama's was- dog. It, then, it was actually kind of shocking to get that kind of reaction. Yeah, especially so strong. Not my president. Oh, boy. Like, whoa, whoa. I didn't know that was going to come. I didn't yeah. know we hated him that much over here. <laughs> I, I figured none of you guys liked them. But, so that was interesting. We did have one lady. They do the, like the, all the, the backhanded compliments. You're like, oh, you, where are you guys from? California. Oh, my. I just love California. It was so beautiful. It was one of the best places I'd ever been. Lord knows I can never live there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, like bitch we didn't ask you to <laughs> thank god you just stay here we were like okay yeah and guess you, what we don't want to live here either <laughs> but also how do you respond to that yeah like okay right yeah i was like oh okay. <laughs> thanks um, thanks for doing us a favor yeah. we don't need you so yeah we're pretty crowded already so <laughs> yeah you stay where you're at we got enough people that you probably wouldn't be a fan of so uh <laughs> i wouldn't come out here if i were you uh yeah and, and you know the the smith and western sure thing i am not anti-gun but i am uh, anti i love my gun and oh that was just so weird to see every yeah. morning uh a different t-shirt for breakfast she was a character anyway yeah I, from what i heard most people hated her <laughs> i mean i didn't have any bad run-ins with her or anything she was fine but uh, i hear she's not everyone's favorite so that was interesting mm-hmm. yeah anything else we should talk about i don't know great beer yeah. Beautiful country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. All right. Um, other than that, I just want to mention that we've hit the top 150 in the German podcast charts. Nice. Yeah. So <laughs> cool. That was kind of cool. I was like, all right, what's up, Germany? Yeah. Yeah, so guten tag, bitches. That's it. Yeah, so uh, that's it for me. Do you have any grievances over there? Don't think about it too long. Hmm. There's no wrong answer. No. Okay. Scott, I hear you went to a graduation party? I was invited to a graduation party. Okay. Uh, I'll... Here's here's what happened is uh, a family member's daughter was supposedly graduating and she had told the family months ago, yes, I, she's in college age. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm planning on graduating. I'm going to get all these certificates and honors and awards. The family's getting all excited. You know, they were so proud of their daughter. And for, I guess the same night, the son who's in high school was his, it was his prom. So the family's like, what do we do? We, you know, the son's got the prom. She's got graduation. So the family's, you know, making all these plans. Uh, hiring a caterer, oh, people fancy. from back east are flying oh, wow. out. I mean, it's you know, well, they they're partiers. What do you kind of yeah. say? Every little thing. So they're as it's getting closer to the graduation, they keep asking the daughter, "So where's your your cap and gown and everything? We want to get that ready to right. go." And she's like, "Oh, it's at my friend's house. I got to go get it." And she's not 
still not getting it. So a couple of days before the graduation, you, you got to go get it now so we can get ready for the graduation. Okay, I'll be right back. Well, she left and didn't come back. <laughs> uh, two days before the graduation, she came in and said, uh, Dad, I need to talk to you. <laughs> I'm not graduating, and I'm not getting any awards. <laughs> what? <laughs> so the party was canceled. And all these people that flew out, they're just like, oh, boy. <laughs> Thanks for the show. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the cater was already paid for. I right. mean, they should have went ahead and had a party, I think. But I think just maybe a teacher or lesson or something. I don't know. They, I would have had the party oh and made her sit there and watch, but not participate. Yeah. I was kind of happy because I didn't have to go to the party. So. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's ballsy. Yeah. It's one thing to lie, but to write it up up until the, up like, the till, graduation, yeah. I mean, like two days before. At one point where you see people starting to spend all these money on catering, right. you say, well, yeah, you know what's what? the Wait, end goal on, there? Yeah. Yeah. Was she going to like Photoshop herself? Uh, <laughs> A, grad, a certificate, whatever, a degree, and, and just hope they didn't come to the ceremony. I mean, wow. That's and also, in. why don't you just say, I don't want a party? Yeah, like, oh, I don't need a party. This, it'll it's be good. Fine. I really don't yeah. want one. Apparently, she didn't think it through. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> she should consult us before she lies. <laughs> good yeah, God. Yeah, wow. That is interesting. Yeah, that was kind of weird. And so now, no grad, uh, she's going back Not to graduating school or dropping ever? out, or I, what's the. Yeah, I don't, I don't to know. be determined. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So wow. yeah, it could have been an interesting weekend at their house. Yeah, would <laughs> be a fly on that wall. <laughs> what if she just wrote it all the way to the end? They show up to the graduation. Yeah. Oh wow. And, and a lot she of just colleges, never walks the stage. Yeah, a lot of colleges you have to buy tickets to go too. Uh, well, I, it depends on the college. Like right. mine, you had to have tickets if you were going to be in the like close area. Okay. But to just be like in the bleachers or in the background, oh, it's kinda... you didn't need tickets. Okay. So First come, first serve. Yeah. They just show up and sit there and she just never walks across the stage. Yeah. Did you see me? No. You didn't, didn't hear me call my name? Yeah. <laughs> I was like the first one. You guys must have been late. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I thought they do it alphabetically. They do, but uh, they thought I was special. I won so many awards. Exactly. Yeah. My awards. Get all the awards out of the way. Yeah, whoever gets the most awards gets called first. <laughs> you guys must have been late. Before and the ceremony even starts, you get to walk. Right, yeah. yeah. That's it. It was like the daytime Emmys. Yeah. 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 You, you know, special effects awards go during you know the pre-show or whatever. Exactly. Or the WrestleMania pre-show. It's not actually on WrestleMania because nobody wants to watch a tag match. It's true. So. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, please let us know if you hear anything yeah. else. I'll keep you updated. We want to know fallout from that. <laughs> uh, old-timey word of the week, slip-slopping. Slip-slopping. It's right. misapplying any hard words. So basically when you're drunk and unable to use oh. the correct words. I keep slip-slopping. Yeah. I think we're well accustomed to slip-slopping. Yes. Yes. Uh, someone who's not slip-slopping. There's nothing better than a babe with craft beer. It's time for Beer Babe of the Week. Yes, it is. And maybe I should feel weird doing Beer Babe of the Week with Shannon in the room. <laughs> but Potentially, yeah. Do you approve? Yeah, she's really pretty. Okay, good. Our Beer Babe of the Week, her name is Kiki. You can follow her on the Instagrams at Kiki, K-I-K-I, underscore Whirlflock, W-H-I-R-L-F-L-O-C-K. You know what World Flock is? It's you put it in your beer towards the end of the process, and it's what makes all the solids kind of bind together and drop out. Oh, 
Oh, cool. Yeah, so I like the name. I think yeah, it's Yeah, that's fun. really cool. It's a fun play. If you know about beer, then you get it. And it's kind of kind of nerdy. So at <laughs> Kiki underscore Whirlflock. Sorry, Scott. That's okay. On the grams. And this one, she is drinking a collab from Northern Monk's Boxcar Glass House. Never heard of it. Wow. And James Butler. Uh, it's an IPA. Interesting. Yeah. Looks good. Anyways, give her a follow on the grams. You won't be sorry. Uh, all right. We have... Our very final drunk story from Inigrin's Frilling Fest, one of which, of course, Shannon was there. Uh, here it is. This is about Steve. Well, this takes me back to when I was in my early 20s. I'm not sure if I was quite legal or not, but we were bar hopping in Santa Barbara with uh, another two other couples. And at the time, I thought, oh, wouldn't it be fun? Because in Santa Barbara, the uh, canopies were all in front of all the windows made out of steel structure, wouldn't it be fine if that was a monkey bar? So I decided that I would go down the block swinging from the canopies using the uh, monkey bars. It's a nice fine dining French restaurant in the front. I decided to hang out in front of the uh, window of the restaurant, and there was a nice young couple in the w- sitting there enjoying themselves. And uh, I made monkey noises, scratching myself, swinging around from it, doing tricks. And uh, they they loved it. They were applauding until the owner came out to chase me away. And she was quite upset. And that's about how that one ends. <laughs> As I would imagine the owner would be quite upset. <laughs> Idiot hanging from their little rafter thing and scratching his nuts <laughs> while people are trying to enjoy their overpriced dinner in Santa Barbara. I'd be yeah, upset, I'd, too. I was a little upset at that. Mm. Especially if he's sans clothes or something. That'd be oh, even worse. God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it sans clothes. <laughs> he's probably lucky the canopy held up. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of my first thought. I mean, they're not made for people to swing on. <laughs> yeah, I like that he specified in his story, you know, steel structure. It's like, yeah, but how well is it put together? Yeah. It's meant to hold up a piece of cloth, not <laughs> you swinging like a right. retard scratching your nuts. <laughs> Interesting. It so. is fun to bar hop in Santa Barbara, though. It is, and it's very easy. Oh, yeah. They just, you go to State Street, just lines the street. Yeah. I have done a lot of damage on State Street. <laughs> In fact, I've been damaged on State Street. We were out for a bachelor party once, and uh, a bachelor, bachelorette. My buddy's wife was pretty hammered, and I had no warning. She just comes up and jumps on my back. Oh. And I didn't know it, and I was pretty wobbly at that point, and we just crashed. <laughs> oh, oh, my. Oh, no. My knee swelled up to like the size of a grapefruit oh, for man. a few weeks. It got so bad. I was convinced to finally go to a doctor, and like the doctor looked at it, he's like, "Yeah, it's definitely swollen. There's not a lot you can do." Like, Thanks. He goes, if it, "If it stays, you know, like this, come back. We'll do a CT scan." I'm like, well, I'm here. We could just do it now. Yeah, right. Save me the fucking copay. Uh, but no, he wouldn't do it. So, mm. yeah, that was, whew, man, that was a rough trip. <laughs> a lot of injuries that night. So. Uh, anyways, if you have a drunk story to tell, please send it in. Leave us a voicemail, 805-538-BEER-2337. We love drunk stories. All right, we've got a little bit of sports to talk about. And now, the sports, brought to you by cleaninguptheglass.com. Whether it's the Baltimore chop or the one-two punch, it's time for sports. It's that time of year again. Yeah. <laughs> where I start to be really glad I'm not doing a sports show. <laughs> <laughs> Basketball's yeah, wrapping up. Getting towards the end. Yeah. It's the time of year people pretend to care about hockey. Yeah, and we're just kind of waiting for yeah. the finals to start. Nothing you know, from, it's just yeah. like It takes, after the last game of the you know the, the Western and Eastern Conference Finals, it's like, okay, well, we'll start the finals in a month, so we'll see you right. guys later. It's yeah. 
nothing from NFL. Nah. And it's just, you know, it's the worst time for baseball because it's the time that really doesn't matter. You get excited when the season starts and you get excited towards the end of the season. But, like, mid-baseball, it's like games, you know, 60 through 100. Like, who cares, <laughs> you know? It is that perfect lineup of, uh, oh, crap, sports is slow. But the NBA Finals are about to start. Uh, Warriors will take on the Raptors. Who would have thunk the Raptors yeah. made it to the finals? Uh, no Greek freak. Sorry, Bucks. They they were eliminated. Um, any any predictions on the finals? Um, I gonna go with the Warriors. I mm-hmm. I don't think the Raptors can stand up to them that well. Will it be a sweep? Mm, I'm gonna say five. All right. I'll, I'll give the Raptors one game. Okay. What say you? I mean, I always go Warriors because they're from NorCal. And you're from NorCal? And I'm from NorCal. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know where the Raptors are, so... Toronto. Oh. They're Drake's team. They're Canadian. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, given that I haven't really heard of them, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Warriors. Yeah. I'm hoping... First of all, I'll, I'll say Warriors in six. I'm hoping the Warriors win and that... Uh, Leonard wants off the team after that and that he wants to come on out to LA. (laughs) Come on out, Kawhi. We'll get rid of LeBron if you want. Sure. Somebody was saying like, oh, he'll never come out because he wants to be the main guy on the team and we have LeBron. I'll do a one-for-one trade. Sure. Fuck, I'll package like a couple draft picks. You can have LeBron (laughs) and whatever first rounders we get, we'll take Kawhi. Yeah. He can go to Canada. Mm Mm-hmm. A. Go freeze his nuts (laughs) off. I think it's interesting that we were able to get LeBron to not sign a no-trade clause. Isn't that in weird? LA, yeah, but we're not signing or trading them. So. Yeah, I mean, he, it's probably you, you know that they're not going to trade LeBron, and LeBron knows they're not going to trade LeBron. So why even talk about it? It's LeBron's team wherever he goes. Right. But I think they should trade him. Trade him while he's worth something, because uh, they've basically given him the Kobe deal. We're going to overpay you for the last couple of years of your career. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and for those NHL fans out there, it'll be the Bruins versus the Blues for the Stanley Cup Finals. That's that's, uh, that's exciting. Yeah. The so, Blues are Toronto, though. Nope. No? Nope. That'd be the Maple Leafs. Oh. Well, I'm I think just it's St. striking Louis. out. St. Louis I think Blues? you're right. You're right. It is St. Louis. Who's Boston just the Blues, Blues and who? Bruins. Boston. Hmm. This is how exciting yeah. it is. We'll move <laughs> yeah. on. We don't even know where, where the teams are from. <laughs> nope. Uh, well, any, get the puck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> and even less exciting news, Simon Pajnod. Won the 103rd Indianapolis 500. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Now, he's from France. Okay. And it's like the first time in a while that someone from France has won. Since uh, Ricky Booby left, lost. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ricky Booby. Uh, and then finally, Bill Buckner dies at the age of 69. Bill Buckner. Mm-hmm. This was sad. The news stories about him passing were kind of sad. They talked about like the major play that allowed the Mets to... It was his error... Mm-hmm. That yeah. allowed the Mets to win the World Series, and they even said on the news that he is the most well known for this event. And then they played a replay of it. Isn't it the one where it went through his legs? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they talked about how, unfortunately, that has been his most well known thing of his career, and that you know it's it's sad that that's his legacy. And it's like you know how you can make it not his legacy? <laughs> Stop showing the fucking clip. Yeah. Maybe pick a different clip to show yeah. when you're talking about him passing away. I felt really bad for him. Yeah, yeah. it is kind of shitty. It is. Yeah, like, come on. And you're he, even calling it out. Yeah, and Scott could speak more to this, I'm sure, but he was actually a really good player. He was good, and he would. He was 
He was solid. He was, yeah, and he would hustle, you know, he wasn't one of those lazy kind of guys. Yeah. But yeah. And yeah, that's what he's known for. I can give you a quick Bill Buckner story, because he was a Dodger for a while, and when I was a kid, we were at a game one time, mm-hmm. and the Dodgers shortstop, who was Bill Russell at the time, was injured, so they brought this kid, little skinny kid up from the minors to be their shortstop. And so Pete Rose is on first base. There's a ground ball, so it's going to try to make it a double play. Well, Pete Rose just um, um, tears this little kid up at, you know, that's trying to tag him out at second base. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, the kid, they like fall on top of each other. And I, I was, Pete Rose, he jumps up and he's, you know, squaring up at this poor kid who's going to want to fight him. All of a sudden, from left field, here comes Bill Buckner just running in there as fast as he can, grabs Pete Rose, and almost like a belly-to-belly suplex, just <laughs> throws him down <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> and everybody starts cheering for Bill Buckner. That's funny. He That's took awesome. him to suplex City. See, why didn't they show that clip? <laughs> yeah. yeah. As the hero. Yeah. Right. Like, Plus, baseball hates Pete Rose. You think they'd be showing that clip like I crazy? Uh, I'm just saying they had a chance to change his legacy right? Yeah. and they failed. He could be the originator of Suplex City. <laughs> and I just like think about how many players in baseball make errors. Right. That's all it was, an error, right? It just happened to be in a very important game. Exactly. And that's why. Oh, well. Rest in peace, Bill Bucks. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to, Remember him with your memory. Mm-hmm. Remember him. Yeah, we should look that clip up. Maybe post it on. <laughs> I don't think yeah, it's a clip. I tried to. I mean, I was actually at the game. That's so. That's how I saw. Oh, it. were you? And that was way back when the home games didn't televise. Right. It was yeah. like thirty-five cents to get in. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, if we find it, <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. post it. If we find it, we'll post it. And if yeah. anybody else has it out there, please yeah. send it to oh, us. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, at uh, the unfiltered gentleman or at unfiltered gents on Twitter. All right, you guys ready for a fresh beer? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of baseball, let's make a call. To the pen, to the pen, pen. But first, let's not forget to three words for you: treat yourself. He calls to the bullpen for beer. Yes, he does. Decided it's time we should treat ourselves. It is batch one fifty after all, even though Dan has the plague or something. <laughs> So, sorry, Dan. Maybe he was nervous. Maybe. Yeah. One fifty is a big number. We finally hit it. We're big in Germany. (laughs) We're the David Hasselhoff of podcasts. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Worldwide stars. Yeah. 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 He was afraid to become the Hoff. (laughs) So this is... (laughs) I would be too. Yeah. This is a collaboration between Crooked Stave and Untitled Art. It's their artisan beer project. It's a coconut cream pie blonde stout. 10% ABV. 3.93 3.93 on Untapped, 4.19 on Beer Advocate. It says coconut cream pie blonde stout brewed with our good friends from Crooked Stave Artist and Beer Project. This tasty treat was made with coconut flakes, cocoa nibs, and vanilla bean. That's all it says. I like it. Yeah, we got this uh, a little bit of a bottle chair, for lack of a better term. We're hanging out with some beer nerds, and someone broke this out and was like, you're not going to find this anywhere. And so they let us have, we had it there, we shared it with some other stuff, and then they let us take a can home. Which we was, traded them, can for can. Yeah, which was very uh, nice of them. We mm-hmm. we traded them for something much less, so we, we <laughs> were the winners <laughs> yeah. of this trade. But it was very nice of them, and it's a very hard to find uh, rare beer. So, Scott, what say you? I love it. Mm-hmm. Not too sweet? No, no. Yeah, nice no. and desserty. It is a blonde stout, so it looks like a, a regular ale in yeah. color, but uh, drinks like a like a stout. What it is think? sweet. It is sweet. It kind of comes across as a kind of golden stout. I mean, it's blonde, so mm-hmm. you know it has that mouthfeel of a stout, but it's a lighter beer. Um, it is a little sweet. The coconut comes through a lot on the nose. 
Um, and you definitely get it on the finish as well. Um, I like it. It's a good beer. Yeah, Solid. it is good. It is a little sweet. I, You know, I have a little aversion to coconut. I was and, just thinking about that. And my tongue is getting a little tingly. <laughs> good news, guys. They use real coconut. Wow. Do they really? Does it well, they the have can? to, right? Oh, if you're yeah. reacting to <laughs> you it. You can tell because pretty soon I'm just talking like this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's how you know it's real. Uh, yeah, but it is tasty. I just can only have about this uh, you know, third of a glass worth before I <laughs> pass out or something. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. You just can't understand me once that happens. I'll be, what was it, slip slabbing or whatever. All over <laughs> oh, right, <show>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slip slopping. All right, let's slip slop through some news. Extra, extra, drink all about it. It's time for booze news. It is indeed. Uh, first of all, Sierra Nevada is asking brewers to honor their campfire pledges. Apparently, they have not received all the money from the Resilience IPA Ooh. that they were supposed to get. The whole deal was, if you brewed this IPA, you donate all the profits to Sierra Nevada's uh, campfire fund. And you also get reimbursed for your uh, products, your your ingredients used, so that you didn't lose any money, and you also just didn't make any money. And over half of the breweries have yet to send in their supposed donations. Sierra Nevada is still waiting for more than half the breweries that agreed to brew Resilience IPA and donate the proceeds to the relief efforts of last year's campfire uh, to submit their donations. Though we have and continue to do good work to get our community back on its feet, this is a long-term process. Sierra Grossman, Sierra Grossman, Sierra Nevada Brewery co-founder Ken Grossman wrote in the letter, um, those funds uh, you pledged are critical to continue our uphill battle. Nearly 1,500 craft breweries signed up to Brew Resilience IPAs, part of Sierra Nevada's efforts to raise money for the victims of the campfire, which killed 85 people, displaced tens of thousands of residents, and destroyed more than 18,800 structures. Sierra Nevada told Fortune that it is actively working with breweries to establish realistic timelines for donations. We are, however, hopeful that those funds will be received as soon as possible so we can continue funding this essential work. Earlier this year, Sierra Nevada estimated that the resilience campaign could potentially raise as much as 15 million of the project's 1484 breweries produced to their uh, stated commitment levels. Here's the thing. Maybe they didn't know. These other breweries haven't, didn't know the right way to send in their money. There's a couple options. And totally understandable. Yeah. But now you're, they're calling it out and they've made it very clear. Here's how to send in the money. If breweries are just banking on this free publicity from being a part of the Resilience Brew, uh, we need a list of names that we need yeah, to stop going that's right. to. Oh, yeah. They've got a problem. Yeah, because that's shitty. You can't use something like that to, to profit. No. So you better donate your shit. Or uh, we want a list. And the internet, it's funny, the internet's pissed. They're calling for a list of names. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, of course, if I found out that we went to one of the breweries that hasn't, you know, given the funds Mm -hmm. back, I'd go back. There'd be a problem. I need my $6 back, (laughs) bitch. Yeah, exactly. Really? Yeah. So I know we had a couple of the resiliences on the show. I think we had at least two on this show. Yeah. And I know you and I, Shannon, have went specifically looking for the different resiliences. Yeah, we went to breweries just to try it. Yeah, A, for the science of it, and B, because we knew it was going to a good cause and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, they better fucking follow through with this. This would be some real bullshit if they didn't do it. Well, and imagine the bad PR. Right. If if they do, I I don't know that Sierra Nevada would be that person. No, but somebody's going to get that list. Somebody's (laughs) going to get their hands on it. It's going to get leaked somehow. yeah, Yeah. I mean, given the people who can hack the internet. Right. 
somebody's going to get a hold of that list. And yeah. you know, there's somebody at Sierra Nevada who has the list. Right. Who's who high up enough, but not forget, the founder. Yeah. May forget it somewhere. Sure. Accidentally. <laughs> yes. They yeah. may be working at a local bur- like pub right. and may just forget it on the bar top. Yeah. Like this, uh, this letter was obtained by Worst Beer Blog, which you can follow on Twitter. Maybe this person happens to forget it when they're Oops. sitting next to those guys from Worst Beer Blog or right. Brewbound or Full Pint or any of the other, or the unfiltered gentlemen. Oh, yeah. So uh, Where everybody gets their news. That's yeah. right. Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll post it. We will. And we won't hold back. That's right. Um, some sad news to come out of Colorado. Three Colorado craft breweries are in the process of closing their Ooh. doors, including um. Boulder's Fate Brewing. Uh, Fate announced it would close on May 27th. The six-year-old brewery's financial struggles have been well chronicled following a November 2018 bankruptcy filing. Um, also... Citing bankruptcy filings, the Denver Post reported that after recording profits of $9,554 and $14,000 in November, December, the company lost nearly $125,000 through the first three months of 2019. Ouch. That is rough. Um, wow. Yeah. Meanwhile, the city of Lakewood seized Ironworks Brewery and Pub due to unpaid sales taxes. Yeah. This gets weird. Ironworks owner Mike Mater, or Matter, hasn't been paying sales tax to the city for 10 months, uh, and the business owes more than $15,400. An official with the city added that the 30-year-old Ironworks is one of the largest delinquent accounts in the city. Despite working out payments with payment plans with the city, uh, Matter reportedly bounced checks to the city. A series of now-deleted posts to Ironworks' Twitter account stated that at 3 p.m. last Tuesday, five armed police officers and a tax enforcement official seized the brewery Uh-oh. and changed the locks and ushered employees out. Another post alleged that many years of lies, theft, and fraud and financial mismanagement mismanagement um, after all that, Mike had cleaned out the safe Sunday night and fled into hiding, presu- presumably at his mother's house. <laughs> <laughs> so not hiding. Right. That's not, <laughs> not hiding. Uh, none of the employees has been paid in the last several months as well as he stopped paying their payroll taxes over the last year. Uh, multiple customers were convinced to loan him money as an investment oh. in quotes and were Yikes. defrauded. And then finally, Little John, Colorado-based 38-state brewing, announced it would close on May 31st after eight years in business. Sad times. Wow. No kidding. I think this goes back to all the stories we've been talking about where breweries are starting to merge with each other, better buying power, better distribution power. It's just, it's hard to, it's hard out there for a pimp, as they say. (laughs) It's a good thing I'm not a a cop or an IRS agent. I'd say, okay, everybody out of the bar. Right. Guys, lock the doors. We're drinking this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need to recover some assets. <laughs> Where are the glasses? We, a lot That's of investigating. Yeah. I mean, I think we've had some Ironworks beer. I think we have too. And you know, it's funny. I looked up their logo to see if it looked familiar, and it didn't. Interesting. I, I think, at least when I looked at it, I think what I realized is I was getting it confused with Copperworks. Which no. we definitely had. We have, but I'm pretty sure we've had Ironworks. Okay. Well, their They've new logo is a mugshot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All sad. The new logo is a picture of Scott under a tab. <laughs> <laughs> Broke in overnight. I'm the tax guy. Yeah. Well, I hope somebody can come in and revamp them. I mean, maybe someone could pay their sales tax and you maybe know, a new take buyer them over or something. I mean, I don't know if the yeah. beer is any good or not, but yeah. Um, yeah, if it is, hopefully a new buyer comes in, maybe buys out what they owe and who knows yeah sucks for all the breweries yeah and sucks for the employees employees. yeah yeah Yeah. exactly especially not being paid for months and all that bullshit so i wouldn't i wouldn't be there for months yeah who could you (laughs) right i can't imagine two days and i'm gone i think after the first no check i'd be like peace out yeah Yeah. it'd be nice to 
be in that kind of position where you could go right. a couple months without getting paid. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in Texas, a majority of the U.S. senators supporting making permanent excise tax relief for alcohol. Excuse me, this is not Texas. I'm getting two uh, stories mixed up. Um, in the U.S., majority of U.S. senators support permanent tax reform for brewers. The 2019 version of the Craft Beverage Modernization and Tax Reform Act added its 52nd sponsor in the U.S. Senate today. Um, the legislation seeks to make permanent the two years of tax breaks that alcohol producers and importers received as part of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, which are slated to expire at the end of this year. So a couple of years ago, they gave brewers tax breaks basically because they're making other things worse, you know, like the uh, aluminum tariffs and that kind of stuff. So now they're oh, trying okay. to make those tax breaks permanent. Short story long. So they're trying to make it not affect them quite as much. Kind of even things out a little bit. Yeah. I know how to even things out. <laughs> we won't get into that. Uh, <laughs> cancel the tariffs. <laughs> we need our beer as cheap as possible. Right? That's right. Yeah. If you're going to tariff aluminum, not aluminum cans. Yeah. Just other things. That's what we didn't talk about in Asheville. How cheap the beer is. That is true. We kept oh, yeah? getting our tabs at the end of nights or whatever. and be like, okay, where's the rest? Yeah, wow. it was awesome. Like I never paid more than $5 for a pint wow. at the breweries. And the food was cheaper. You know, I guess when everyone out there, their minimum wage, I think, is seven cents. Oh. <laughs> but and their sales tax is like, got to be- Five percent? Not even. It's like one or two percent. Because like our what? entire bill would be like a dollar twenty sales tax. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it was insane. I'm like, you guys remember how much we drank, right? You're not just missing half of this, are you? And sure enough, they got it all. So. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Here's what I meant to uh, separate. Texas craft brewers' efforts to legalize beer-to-go sales is closer to passage than ever before. We talked a few weeks ago how it had been turned down. But now on Wednesday, Texas senators unanimously passed sweeping legislation to maintain operations of the state's alcohol regulatory body, the Texas Alcoholic Beverage Commission, along with several changes to the state's alcoholic beverage code, including an amendment that would permit a majority of the state's manufacturing breweries to sell their offerings for off-premise consumption. Is there so like growler fills? Cans. Wow. Growler, off premise. Yeah. Anything off premise. Uh, there's nothing more ass backwards in this country than alcohol laws. Many states still don't have off premise sales from a brewery. You have to go through a distributor if you're going to do that. That's crazy. It's, it's, it's because the big beer years and years ago after Prohibition put all these rules in place on purpose. And then they were the only beer forever. So right. it didn't matter. And now that craft breweries are coming, they're, they're fighting these really just old laws and it's it's ridiculous and it's taking way too long to get them overturned so people in texas call your senators yeah exactly tell them you want your growler fills hashtag we want beer yeah there you go. Mm-hmm. scott's not coming until you pass those laws <laughs> you won't see me in texas yep y'all <laughs> and great news at least for me i think uh firestone walker and cigar city have collabed on a new beer what oh. los lineadores after year-long collaborative vision quest, Cigar City and Firestone are set to unveil Los Linadores, an imperial brown ale aged in rye bourbon barrels and infused with African and Brazilian hardwood spirals. Oh, wow. Conceived by brewmasters Wayne Wambles and Matt Brindelson to commemorate the 2019 Firestone Walker Invitational Beer First Beer First Beer Fest <laughs> that'll be happening on <laughs> June 1st. That's exciting. It is exciting. We will be Right outside of beer fe- the Invitational Beer Festival. Yes. yes. We will be in the same city. We were not able to get tickets. So instead, we'll be wakeboarding. Yes. And drinking at other breweries <laughs> that aren't at the 
Fest. But we're we're stopping by Firestone. Yes, because as of that day, they will be selling this collaboration. So we'll be stopping at the brewery on our way out of town and getting ourselves some Los Lineadores. And also, Imperial Brown Ale sounds fantastic. Yeah, we had you at Imperial Brown. And then we hit it with the bourbon barrels, rye bourbon barrels. Yeah. Mm. Look out, everybody. <laughs> Shannon's coming through and she will fight you. Yep. <laughs> that is no joke. I want it. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, keeping up with us. Hopefully, Dan gets better soon. Shannon, thanks for joining. Sure. Yeah. Feel Happy free. to be here. Feel free to come back and break up the sausage fest anytime, <laughs> especially if you bring beer. Uh, thank you all for listening. Theunfilteredgentleman.com is where you find us at Unfiltered, The Unfiltered Gentleman on social medias, except for Twitter at Unfiltered Gents. You can call us 805 538 Beer. It's 2337. And don't forget to stay hydrated. We'll see you all next week. And on that note, good night, everybody.